Night showing is not suitable for younger viewers and could cause offence. The programme may also contain scenes where strobe lighting is present. to episode three of Balls to It. I'm Andrew Clark, hosting again. I'm joined by Ian Taylor, Daniel Hargreaves, and this week, very special guest, my brother, Paul Clark. Hey. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hey. Hello, everyone. You all right, Bobs? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Did we get any responses from about um, the stories about you being paid to do stuff, like last no, week? No, no one's interested in me doing the pole vault. Not How many one. people like listened to this podcast last week? 14. 14? Well, I'm fucking off then. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, I'm the only person who uh, who actually advertises this podcast. Dan doesn't even nice. listen to it. Dan sent me a message saying, "I don't listen to any other podcast but Peter Crouch because that's the best one." <laughs> so that's as far as it goes. He has got a point. It is a he good has one. Got a point. We are. Yeah, but you've weak. you've never scored an overrate kick in front of fucking forty thousand at Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> I have in the field, mate. Yeah, that don't count. <laughs> I once scored a, a, a goal. No, you didn't. Four, no, 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 no. <laughs> career goals. We've talked about his four career goals. One bounced off my knee, which was fantastic. How did you celebrate, Bob? Did you run off like Klinsman? What was your celebration? No, if I remember rightly, my, uh, Paul actually bet me if I scored a goal, I would uh, do the um, Lee Hughes dance that he used to do. Remember Lee Hughes? Uh, when he gets arse raped in prison. Not that's your favourite celebration. Oh, boys, this is editing already and we haven't even started the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I sorry. Dear listeners, I apologise for my language in advance. Disclaimer: uh, If your yeah. kids are listening to this, take them away. <laughs> right. So let's, let's start with football. Let's start right. Let's start with football. Obviously. Teams are announcing their Europe, uh, Euro squads. Uh, England haven't done that. They're doing that on Tuesday, uh, the 25th of May. Scotland announced their squad. Shane McAdams made the squad. Apparently Scottish now when they make a major tournament. So England England haven't announced their squad. So who makes the squad? Who doesn't make the squad? And who's your wild card? Obvious people are going to make the squad. Harry Kane. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, who's your goal There's going to be a few shocks, okay, I think, isn't there? There's going to be a few shocks in there. Do now, the three goalkeepers are going to be Pickford, Henderson and Pope. Yeah, no yeah. ifs or buts about that. Goalkeepers are sorted. That's yeah, but who starts? Because I, I don't think Pickford starts, but I think Southgate will, will pick him. Well, I don't think Pickford should start. That's a different question there. We're just talking about who's getting picked at the moment. Yeah, who's getting picked? But obviously, Listen, people are going to put like wild cards in there. Like, I, I know, you know for a fact that I'm going to bitch about Cal- Calvin Phillips for about 15 minutes on this podcast. What a player. Yeah. Mani- I'll take him. Bang average. The manager of England... He's best known for having a pizza hut bag on his head. So, you know, it doesn't matter who he picks. He could pick Ian Taylor at right back. <laughs> Dan Argus and go. It doesn't matter. I forgot about that. He had a bag on his head. <laughs> <laughs> totally Let, redeemed himself with that I mean, cup, How many players know. is he picking? 26. 26. So we've got the three goalkeepers. So we've got 23 left. He's, he's obviously going to pick Mason Mount because obviously Mason Mount's either touched him or he's touched Mason Mount. So he's definitely going. Yeah. Um, in fairness, is Kane's going because he's captain. Then you're going to have Grealish. He's obviously going to go um, wow. if he's off the, if he's off the drugs. Does, does he make? Oh, he, he, to be fair, he's, he's yeah. a Villa player, yeah. but he's, he's, he changes games. So no, as long I, as he's cocaine free, it's all right. Yeah. I'm not. 
I'm not a uh, disclaimer. It might not be cocaine. Um, it might be shin splints. It's definitely not shin splints. Back to, back to seriousness. I mean, come on, you can't Photoshop that picture of the big woman with her boobs out in his face while he's lying there <laughs> smiling, unless oh, you're snorting yeah. loads of cocaine. <laughs> I feel like Dan Martin. I was the photographer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And action. <laughs> take it, Barbara. I think Calvert-Lewin goes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would take Calvert-Lewin. It's just It'll another be a one. Backup striker. Backup front, yeah, yeah, another striker. Should I take Greenwood? Right back's going to be a tricky one. I think that's going to be a shot. Like, he's going, to, he's going to have to turn someone down because there's too many right backs. Yeah, the right back's the issue, isn't it? You got yeah, you Alexander Arnold, then? James, yeah. Walker, Tri- Trippier. Yeah. Walker. What else you got? Walker. Walker, Walker starts for me. Walker, Walker starts at right back. Form at the minute. John Stones starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Stones starts. Maguire Maguire's still in. He's a bit iffy, isn't he? Because he's injured. He's got a massive head, though, isn't he? <laughs> We had that corner thing, didn't we, during the World Cup where like everyone was just getting really excited about us having a corner because big old yeah. Maguire coming out of nowhere with his boulder. Yeah, to be fair though, when he scored against uh, Sweden, that was uh that was pretty decent. Luke Shaw and Chilwell, left backs. Yeah. That'll be the two that go for that. Yeah. Does Wan Bissaka yeah. get in there? Nah. nah. No, I don't think and 50, 50 million right back no. can't get into the England squad. Nah. Mate, he's a roadman. That's all he is. <laughs> he's a roadman. You can't just shout, oh, Wambasaka, roadman. Next. Of course you can. <laughs> I, think, no, I think defensive, like centre backs are our issue. Drew Bellingham goes from there. Yeah, I think he yeah. will go as well. I think he's the wild That's card. That's going to be your wild card, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think he's the wild card. I wild think card. I, don't, I think it had gone if he was 23, let alone 26. Yeah, I guess so. He, he, but he didn't even start for the under 21s, and then he's like. Boss, well, to be fair, I think we'd have a shot at boss in San Marino, but forget England. He, he smashed Man City in the Champions League. Yeah, he's on. Even Phil Foden with the best two players on the pitch. Yeah, he's, he's Foden's going to be. Yeah, Foden. Foden's gonna be, gonna be, Ian, what was the odds for him being player of the tournament? It was thirty-three. Phil Foden being player of the tournament. It was like thirty-three to one or something. Thirty-three, mate. Yeah, that is worth a gamble. I still think we've got. I still think we've got to win it, mate. Before we start talking about him being. Forget winning it. We're not winning it. We're shit. Nah, but you can still win player of the tournament. You can just rip. We'll rip Scotland apart or whoever we've got in the, we've got in the, in the group stage can't remember yeah we've Croatia, got Scotland. Czech Republic Croatia yeah. and Scotland yeah he's going to tear them apart our problem is is within the group we go through to what the last 16 and we've got to play either France Germany or Portugal which is uh, yeah and we're the favourites I don't understand how we're the favourites I get obviously it's in this country but we're the favourites over Europe as well we're always the favourites I was looking yes. at that France squad, that France squad's unreal. Yeah, but it's all individuals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. true. I'd, I'd, I'd like to have France, to be fair. In fairness, you keep Mbappe quiet and happy days. Like. Yeah. John Stones. It's those medium teams City, that I worry more about. It's like, yeah, you know, like Croatia, for example. They scare me more than the big teams. Yeah, because we always do fucking shit against Croatia. Exactly, I know. That's what I mean. So if we come against a France or a Germany in the quarters or semis, I, I think that's all right for us. I reckon Belgium have got a shout, you know. I reckon Belgium are a show. Oh, do you reckon, Bobs? Yeah, mate, I might, I might have said it twice. We've only got one of the best teams in bloody the world, mate. Did you reckon it's got a show? The, the oh. world's number one team? It's ranked by FIFA. Fucking hell. Don't put your money in. Reckon they've got a chance. It's like putting your money on Altio. All right, dickhead. Would you take Bamford? No. No. That's my wild card. If if something happened to Calvert Lewin, then I would take him. If he was so, a fair choice. But I, don't think, I wouldn't take three. I, I, I think Ings goes above. Uh, Probably saying, I'm, hang on, so you're saying 26, right? 
So we've got yeah. three goalkeepers. They're nailed on. So we've got 23 outfield players. So you look at the nailed on outfield players that we're all agreeing on here. Foden, Mount, Kane, Luke Shaw, Chilwell, John Stones, Sterling, Sancho. Rashford. See, Sancho hasn't been in the squads, has he? I don't get it. Because he's like, Sancho's like, assist rate is unreal. Like he he sets up pretty much every goal for Harley. He's been banging him in, in the Bundesliga. Can't get in the squad. Sterling been sitting on the bench. Starts. He doesn't. On. Obviously, you got Bam, you got Bamford. Bamford scored sixteen goals this year, seven assists. Stats are for Pratt, mate. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. A different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah, so copyright on that one. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know I love a, a bit of uh, statistical analysis, but um, you can't like start Sterling if he's not starting for Man City yet over someone like Sancho who's starting for Borussia Dortmund week in week out. He's just won the German Cup and was unreal against City, including Bellingham as well, obviously. Bellingham goes, Calvin Phillips shouldn't go, he shouldn't ever be near any England side. He struggled to make an impact against, he had 45 minutes in three games that included two games against... I don't know how you... Sorry? How are you writing Calvin Lewin uh, Calvin off? Not Calvin Lewin, Calvin Phillips, mate. Oh, uh, right, sorry, my bad, yeah. Calvin Phillips is a shithole. I, I think he loves him, he loves him. He's I don't understand. Taken. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't. He's played what five England games and he's had forty-five minutes that have been decent. He, he, he struggled to make an impact against San Marino. Hey, they're a tough outfit. Oh, they're a tough. Yeah, yeah. So tough, tough boys. Then we only had like forty-four shots on them or something fucking ridiculous. Jesse Lingard, does he go? Oh, not for me. No. And I'll tell you why. Okay. He obviously went to West Ham and he had a big impact. But if you notice the last four or five weeks. He's got a bit quiet, hasn't done the kind of I stuff. Can, I completely agree. I wouldn't take him at all. Um, I think he's, he's in his position, he's not in the top three or four. I mean, you look at the people in the position, you've got Foden, you've got Mount, you've got Grealish, and you've got Sterling that will coming off a wing, you've got Rashford will coming off a wing. Yeah. You've got Greenwood, who, like you say, he's a, in, uh, he's a wild card, but he's, he's a natural finisher. So he's someone I'd definitely kind of look at taking. Um, like I said, there's too many people in that position. For me to say, oh, Lingard's above them, so that's yeah. a no for me. Yeah, 100%. Declan Rice, I think he goes. Yeah, he'll go. Rice, I think Henderson's one of the ones that doesn't go. Dyer doesn't go. He's banged out of form. I don't know what Jose Mourinho's done to him. Well, to be fair, what Ryan Mason's done to him, but he's just become like a shadow of a player. Like, he's not the player he was in 2018. He turned centre-back, that's his downfall. I don't think he's a centre-back at all. But that's where he wanted to play. I know, but that's where I don't think he gets the best out of him. So I don't think he's a footballer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not very good. But Harley Dean. That's a wild card show, isn't it? Jesus Christ. We take his dog instead. No, I think he's I think he's already booked his holiday to be fair. Imagine what turnaround. Harley Dean gets called up last minute. Has to cancel his uh, holiday to talking. <laughs> I think you say that the problems England have got. Is obviously we've got John Stones, Maguire's iffy. Centre half is a, is a dodgy area, and I right. think centre midfield as well because mm. they've got too many players. I'm not going. I don't want England to be playing two defensive midfielders against Scotland. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, 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 want, I, I want four attacking midfielders and one defensive midfielder. I use our strengths. Our strengths is like flair attacking options at the moment. It's mental. Like so, I've never England, seen that with England. By the way, like that. Yeah. The day's no. gone of Rio Ferdinand, Sol Campbell, John Terry, three yeah. centre halves. You've got Ledley, we had Ledley King and Jamie Carragher as well in the background. And now we've got Connor Cody and Tyro Minks. Now we've got <laughs> players absolutely rapid. 
Now people are worrying whether the man with a massive slab head is going to be fit. I don't know. Maguire's pretty decent. He's got a turning arc of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue with that, to be honest. But I think he'll deal with Jay Adams. So Mandzukic. Mandzukic has got to be, what, about 103 now. So he's, he's getting on. I think Croatia yeah. will be the most difficult in our group. But then... I don't- we have a habit. Of, we lost to the Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, we lost Prague's the- beautiful. beautiful. I mean, if you if you go on a tour and you you're in Prague and you got a football match, you look at Foden and that they were they were smashing people in Iceland. They're going Prague like they're going to be in all kinds of brothels. <laughs> like Bratislava. That, that's why Greenwood might not go. <laughs> Um, could go. No, I think he does go, but I think he's a bad influence on Foden. Would you play Kyle Walker centre half? No, <laughs> no. I think he might play a back three, though. Why couldn't you play Kyle Walker centre-half? I'd rather play Jordan Henderson centre-half. I don't know about that. What about Matt, that Phillips guy who started playing for Liverpool? Isn't he, isn't he Welsh? Matt Phillips. Yeah, Matt this, Phillips. Isn't, this isn't the anti-Niemi thing, Bobs. I'm going to say he's Finnish. <laughs> Phillips is Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> he is Welsh. Matt Phillips is Welsh. That's where he is. Oh, weird from Liverpool, man. Get on the Google. Someone get on the Google. Ask Alexa. She's right there, mate. Alexa, is Nat Phillips Welsh? <laughs> who the fuck's Nat Phillips? That's the response. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's name's Jimmy Phillips. Oh, good. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's it then. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Phillips, Alexis son of gone. Jimmy. Yeah, son of Jimmy. He's born in Bolton, mate. So let's Bolton's move to Wales. <laughs> Bolton's in the shit. He might as well yeah. go to Wales at this point. He's literally the Liverpool version of Amir Khan. <laughs> <laughs> not the only person you know is from Bolton Bar like yeah. Vernon K, Paddy McGuinness and uh, Peter, Peter K, K where you went yeah. straight for Amir Khan yeah but isn't he Welsh <laughs> he might be Welsh he's definitely carried a Welsh flag to the ring <laughs> the Welsh flag on his shorts <laughs> right come on bud, move it on yeah, alright um, so if we don't win it who wins it I've, got, think... I've got a feeling Belgium might be in the point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like call me silly call me stupid but I think Belgium might be up there you're a twat <laughs> the, the outsiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love an underdog. <laughs> what about the, okay, let's talk about the group of death then: Germany, France, Portugal, and someone else. Um, the other team, I reckon, they'll win that group. I want to know who they are. And you ain't got your like sheet in front of you with it. it. Don't start saying things like this, Bob, and not have the facts. Can't be a group of death if you haven't got the fourth team. That's it. Get on Google. Google it up. <laughs> we can see you looking. Group, group F. <laughs> <laughs> Watch uh, the editing on this. You'll have all four twos. Hungary in there. Hungary. Uh, outside chance, the Hungarians. Yeah, in, in, in a group that includes the uh, current holders of the Euros and the current ho- holders of the Nations League and the current world champions and Germany, Hungary must have gone aha. See, do we, do we count Germany as a threat anymore? Or just a team whose manager sniffs his own arse cheeks? <laughs> I have no idea about Germany. Are they actually any good? Or have they just gone completely off the rails? They've got Serge Gnabry. He couldn't even get a move to West Brom. Oh, man. Didn't they struggle in their last game? Like, they lost to Macedonia. North Macedonia, North Macedonia like, The Germans, though, innit? Germans will turn up. They always do. They'll pull something out the bag. Who plays for Germany now? I don't even know. They've got Leroy Sane, haven't they? I love. I used to love the German team of, like, uh, Hans... Is it, I don't even know his first name's Hans. Janker. No, no, is it Janker up front? Christian Janker. Yeah, the most German-looking bloke, him and Oliver Kahn. Just vexed all the time. 
time. Just proper stern-looking people. Yeah, stern-looking people like win trophies. Carsten uh, Janka. Carsten Janka, the big yeah, old yeah, fella. Carsten yeah. Janka scored the first goal in the uh, 5-1 win. No, for Mateus. They were just going to load, throw yeah. loads of German names out there now. Do you know who um, that Janka reminds me of? Remember, yeah, you know Hot Fuzz, the film? You know the trolley boy in Hot Fuzz? <laughs> I'm sure Carsten Janker, former Bayern Munich uh, and Germany international, <laughs> he, he looks at his career highlights. Oh, you look like that guy from Hot Fuzz. Yeah, he does. Brilliant. Yeah. Just big old bowl bloke. <laughs> right, what, what we got next? How are Scotland and Wales going? I tell you what, now you asked who we think's going to win the Euros if it's not England. Yeah. I'm going to say a bit of an outsider and I'm going to go for Italy. Oh, Italy. And I'll tell you why I'm going to go for Italy because they're under the radar. No one's talking about them. They smashed their group. I don't think they've lost in ages. And no one really knows any of the players anymore. Who's the Italian manager? Exactly. You don't even know. No idea. Nobody knows. Somebody would be like Lippi or Conte, but Conte is the manager of Inter. Mancini. Mancini's the manager of Italy. There you go. He won the Premier League with Man City. Italians. It's going to be a good tournament, I think. Some Can you name players. an Italian player? Ciro Immobile. How old is he? A striker. Enrico Chiesa. Yeah. I'm struggling for a lot of them, to be fair. Donnarumma. Chiellini, who's about 37. Buffon, 403. I reckon Donnarumma's their goalkeeper. He's good. Yeah, yeah, Milan goalkeeper, isn't he? I think they've got quite an easy group as well. Uh, Francesco Totti, is he coming out? Are the Dutch in the tournament? Yeah. 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 Their team. I think all the, all the big ones are in there. Patrick Van Patrick what about Kosovo? Did they, did they make it? No. No, that's a shame. Oh, what a shame. Look forward to that game, England Scotland. Oosh. Watch us get smashed. <laughs> Billy Gilmore hat trick. Oh, I imagine <laughs> getting booze into Scotland. I don't, I don't know. Wales, I don't think will do any any good. Uh, yeah, Italy are a good shout actually. And Sydney Italians, everyone's just searching who's actually qualified for the Euros. Oh, you've been all over Portugal. Like you haven't even mentioned Portugal. I love Portugal, and to be fair, on paper their team is class. Is it? But, yeah. Look at who, who they got? Rui Patricio in goal. Shit. Jalkin Cancelo left back. Crap. Ruben Diaz centre back. Okay, he's decent, but go on. Who else is his centre back? Pepe. That's it. Pepe. Uh, he's about 403, isn't he? Decent team. Wait. Bruno, Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes. Bruno, Bruno Fernandes. Cristiano right, scores, Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes scores penalties. Cristiano Ronaldo is struggling to get Juventus into the Champions League. Um, who else we got? Neves, like plays for Wolves. Basically, all of the Wolves. Moutinho played <laughs> exactly. And where are Wolves? About 15th in the Premier League. Yeah. I'm, fi- I'm fighting your Portuguese argument. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but before that, do you remember, like they had players like Manish back in the day, and they didn't win anything. But they, they they're the current holders of the Euros and the co- current holders of the Nations League, aren't they? So are you are you saying that we couldn't have like a winner like 2004 when Greece won? No. So you, you don't think Ukraine could bring a surprise? Have Ukraine even qualified? Well, that's the 66 to one, mate. Someone, 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 there, someone, someone, accidentally, no, someone accidentally put a bet on them to win. They were trying to bet on them for the Eurovision. Ended up picking up for the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I'll tell you what I'd, I'd ever go on. Was that him? I'd ever go on Denmark, boys. Denmark? Yeah. To be fair, oh Denmark God. beat us, didn't they? They battled us in that game. 28 to 1. Mate, they called up Christian Pedersen. They gave they did call up Christian Pedersen. <laughs> I mean, there's desperation moves. And there's desperation moves. <laughs> Isn't um, a Sweden uh, um, Ibrahimovic? Right. Are they in it? A Sweden, isn't it? Yeah, they they qualified. Ibrahimovic. Have you written down? What? Have you written down twenty six players for England? <laughs> no, of course I haven't. Have you written down Belgium? 
I do think Belgium have got a chance, yes, mate. Come on, but put your 26 down. Do it now. We want to hear it. You're the host. Yeah. The hostess with the most S. Uh, yeah. 26 players. I've got a pen paper here. So we'll all write down our 26. Okay, so we're going to uh, name our uh, first 11 instead of the 26 because, you know, I've got stuff to do. I've got chicken cooking. Um, so my starting 11 for the first game uh, is as follows. Hoping goal because... He's class and he's the best of those three keepers. Henderson's sort of gone off the radar a little bit and Pickford, too much of a liability. Walker right back, Shaw left back, Stones and Maguire. Maguire, if he's fit, start at centre-back. Rice and Mount, uh, centre midfield. Uh, further forward, Sancho on the right, Grealish on the left, Foden uh, just in the hole behind Harry Kane. And I think that's what we should go with. I know he'll pick Sterling over Sancho, but he shouldn't because Sterling's not actually playing at the moment and he's bang out of form and Sancho's in form. Whose goal is it now? You, if you want to go. Henderson in goal because he plays for Man United and Pope plays for Burnley. What do you mean, Jordan? Um, Jordan, he plays for Everton. No, I mean, Jordan Henderson, that's <laughs> what I've got in goal. Oh, no, no. Dean Henderson, his brother. Um, I'm thinking... Trent Alexander-Arnold right back. Does John Stones and Walker. Listen, you've asked me my 11 here, I'm telling you. Right. don't Put it down. Ian can put that over his face all he likes in his Celtics jersey. Um, I think Walker's too liable to be shit. Um, Stones, Maguire, like you say, if he's fit. If Maguire's not fit, then God knows. Good to God, help us. Luke Shaw left back. Going Rice and another in centre midfield. I still haven't chosen who's going to be in that thing. Then Foden, right side. Mount in the centre. Grealish, left side and Harry Kane up front and I think he'll use Sterling and Rashford as impact subs. Keep forgetting about Rashford. I don't know if he's like... Forget he's busy that. feeding kids. <laughs> he is busy feeding kids to be fair. Uh, Dan? Um, well, mine's half done as well. So, um, Henderson in goal. I've gone right back Walker, left back Shaw, Stones um, and Maguire at the back. Um, I've gone originally, I've gone Jordan Henderson because of his experience and if he was fit, I like him in that, like, just that midfield position just to kind of sit back and just Pull the strings for the likes of Foden and Mount. Um, and then up top, I've got Sterling, Kane and Rashford. Um, but obviously, this this would all change because I'm, I'm missing players that I've forgotten about, like Sancho, for, uh, for instance, and Greenish. But um, yeah, definitely like Henderson in the middle. He's my man. Right, Ian. Uh, Henderson in goal. Walker right back. Slabhead in the middle with, John, uh, with Stones. Obviously, Luke Shaw left. I want uh, Declan Royce just sitting there, pinging balls about to the boys. Uh, and then I'm going to have Phil just running about doing stuff. On first name terms, are we? Yeah, we're on first name terms, me and Phil. I love the kid. Uh, then I'm going to have uh, Grealish in there. I'm going to throw him in. Then I'm going to have a front three. So I'm going to have Rashford, Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy. Vardy's Ooh. retired from international football, mate. Has he? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> about five years ago. Five years ago, mate, yeah. Oh, what the hell? What have yeah. I missed? Most of the... You might as well pick Francis Jeffers, mate. Oh, what? Uh, Lee Dixon's out as well, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Winterburn's up for a call, though. Oh. Um, shit. Uh, Patrick Bamford. Steve. Put him up there. You bring up Patrick Bamford. First of all, you've just said Patrick Bamford, right? He's your wild card. You think he starts for us? Hey, you've got to shock the world. Shock the world. <laughs> the, the, the world wouldn't be shocked. to be like, shock the world. Have lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so guys lost the plot. Getting back in that Pizza Hut advert quick. Fucking back. Oh, Jamie Vardy. I can't believe Jamie Vardy's retired. Mate, he retired after the last World Cup. It's really funny. I love football. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't go. I don't think he gets picked. I don't think that Walker and Trippier go. Maybe they get selected for Belgium. Right, let's move on. Are you going on about Belgium again? Flemish guy. Let's move on to Dan's favourite thing. Hobnob, chocolate digestive. 
bridge cheek and fuck off. <laughs> Those are a few of my favorite things. What are yours, girl? <laughs> Good. So that brings me on to my section of the podcast, and that's obviously um, my favourite things. Um, this is going to be based upon um, the incident in Liverpool um, last week when Alice is it Allison? Um, is it his name? You mean, you mean Allison? Yeah. Allison, Such yeah. a favourite thing you can't even say his name. <laughs> no, it, it changes. It changes. <laughs> But um, yeah, obviously him going up for a corner and banging in a header um, brought me back to my old goalkeeping days. And I thought to myself, what is um, my favourite goalkeeping moment in history? Um, so I'd like to share that and kind of have a, have a think about it and see what your favourite goalkeeping memory is of the past 20 years. I've been watching it, not playing it. 20 years? Well, 30 years, whatever you want to do. Oh, David Seaman saving the penalty. What's your, what's your most, most, most iconic goalkeeping memory? David Seaman's save at Sheffield United was unreal but I think his save against uh, Scotland in the U- at Euro 96 because it was, they could have got back into the game and then he's pulled off an absolute world of a save yeah I love that, that, was, that so that, out of all the or, goalkeeping moments no, that have happened take it back Schillever anything that Schillever ever did just Thank because they Rennie Agatha, the Scorpion save that he did against save, England. Yeah. That's got to be up there. I didn't I didn't watch that, though. I, I keep seeing clips of it. I never actually saw it. Nil-nil yeah. draw. Fucking, yeah. I think it was Jamie Redknapp thought he'd scored from about 25 yards and the geezer just took off like some yeah. kind of lunatic. That's the thing. Goalkeepers are mental. So yeah, yeah he yeah. could have caught it straight at him, but it didn't. He made it look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> I always remember um, when United won the Champions League in '98. Uh, that uh, star save that Schmeichel did. Yeah, that's, and, um, that's the one I was going to say. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Edit '99. Edit '99. Not '98. I'll do it for the top bobs. I I always remember <laughs> in '99 when uh, United won the Champions League. <laughs> Man, I'm really Man, surprised with that pick. I'm really surprised. <laughs> Why? Oh, I just I just didn't see it coming. Do, do you know what the thing with um the Rennie Hagata thing with his Scorpion goalkeeper thing? is the Colombian national team was always madly volatile anyway. I mean, they had one of their centre-halves killed for a goal conceded in the 94 yeah, World Cup in the USA. So you, you imagine that Escobar or some Escobar people had a bet on the England-Colombia game and they had Colombia not to lose. And then that geezer goes and does that. <laughs> and gets it wrong. <laughs> that's, that's how mad that guy must be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, they people in my homeland they kill players if they make a mistake in international matches. But I decided I didn't want to catch the ball. <laughs> I wanted to turn into Superman and save him with my heels. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll really ever see that though. ever again. That's the thing about that that scorpion kick is that you'll never see anyone think. I don't know what his thought process. I don't know, Bob. I wouldn't put it past someone down in the lower leagues doing that. Some sort of in that in that in that um that level of football international, you probably won't know unless you get like a mad like Nigerian goalkeeper who goes for it. Why is it Nigerian? Nigerian? Because they love that sort of stuff, don't they? Dancing and that. Just the first thing you could think of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He loves that sort of stuff, dancing and that. Fuck's sake! That's worse than last week when he's like, I asked him, um, what "Was it what, what, where does Billy Show Saunders go from now?" And he went, "Hospital, probably." And I was like, "Cheers for that." I didn't know other. Yeah, true, oh, yeah. fair comment, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Gotta got be some other Enkelman. Have we not mentioned Enkelman? That's a great goalkeeping moment. There's loads of blunders like yeah. that, and it. I was thinking more about the like iconic, although it is iconic for a blues fan, I guess, to look back at the yeah. Enkelman. Goalkeepers are more remembered for fucking up than they are for saving things. Like, yeah. Seaman will always be remembered when Ronaldinho lobbed him. Steady on, David Seaman in the podcast. Steady that. So Seaman can be remembered for a lot of other things, <laughs> not just getting lobbed by Ronaldinho. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> 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 you brought down editing points for fuck's sake. Yeah, you're gonna have a long, long shift on your hands here, Bob. We've only got actual four minutes worth of footage, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with saying Siemens worth more than like a Ronaldinho lab? Great tash, that will go with that. Um, I think I think we all loved a bit of semen in our time. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right, let's 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 bring it back together and actually talk about our charity actor. Now, obviously, we haven't named a charity that we're actually donating the money that Ian definitely put the bet on last week for. Um, Paul, Paul Clark Foundation, for anyone who's listening, <laughs> I'll set up the Go Go for me page now. <laughs> um, so we're going to pick uh, because there's four of us. We're each going to pick a team from this weekend's final game of the season. Final game of the season, Jesus! You can obviously have draws. I know Dan's going to pick a draw. This is a dick. <laughs> so we're going to get the list of uh, of games. I've already time. got mine. So can I go first so that no one covers it? Yeah. Mine isn't a win, lose or draw, though. It's I'm going to have Sunderland to qualify for the final of the League One playoffs. Ah, lost 2-0 yesterday. For sure. They lost 2-0. But I'm going to have them to qualify. Okay. Okay. Get a price uh, up, mate. Why do you think that, Paul? That's a bit of ambitious call, though. I just think the 2-0 down, so I think they'll go for it. And I think yeah. they'll just... I think, that, like I said, I'm not saying to, like, to win it in 90... They'll, Obviously, I've got to win the game in 90 minutes, but I think to qualify for the actual final. That's 72, um, Paul. 72. 72. Big price, that is. That's I a big that's price. Terrible price. I think that's an awful price. That's what, do you think it's too low? Yeah, I think it's too short, yeah. Still yeah. three and a half to one. Add that's, that, to, add that to your fourfold. Yeah, that's all right. That, that's, that's banged in. Right, let's have a look. I fancy Spurs to beat Leicester. God, kick Bob them out. They've just lost a Villa. Yeah. <laughs> But he's a manager, man. He's got a head injury. Right, I've got mine. Yeah. I always go for a wild card. Baggies to beat Leeds. You know what you say? We always... No, hang on. You know what we always say we're going for a wild card? If we try to donate money to charity, we're always going to lose if you go for a wild card. These poor charities need all the money you can get in COVID. And Ian's like, yeah... Back used to beat Leeds. I, I think West West Brom have got more chance being Leeds than Spurs have been Leicester. Definitely. So used to. Uh, I take it. I take it back. My my picks Man United to beat uh, to beat Wolves and they were good. Price, again. Seventeen Did to it? ten. Yep. So we've got a f- seven to two, seventeen to ten, eleven to two, eleven to two. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dan, just just like go for Man City to win or something. I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace away at Liverpool. Oh yeah! Dream the dream. Ian, how much would that pay? That is one thousand one hundred and eighty-three to one. All going to the Paul cha- uh, Paul Clark charity. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so if, if we put a tenner on it, that's like ten grand. That's eleven grand. Okay. Yeah. Done. We'll never have to do this stupid podcast again. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if the charity actor does come in and we do go to the Paul uh, Clark Foundation, we'll be doing this in Portugal. <laughs> 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 Portugal, be in Mexico. Before we know it, now I'll be in America, America. Vegas. <laughs> Put it on red. <laughs> right, let's move on for the charity actor because that's not going to win, is it? Um, so. 
You gotta put it on now, though, because imagine if it does. Ian, put it on. It's, it's on. Don't worry, oh, it's, it's on. on. It's on. 11 grand, Jesus Christ. Right, the, we talked about the Euros um, earlier on. There's another big sporting event that was moved um, last year in Tokyo, um, which is the Olympics. Now, I love the Olympics, but... Does anyone care? I love the Olympics. I love uh, it. Why? I only watch sports. All the other, what, how many actual events do you actually watch? The, the rugby sevens. What time do you get on in the morning? Rugby sevens. In the morning or the night? Right. We're talking about rugby later on, and I know I feel like you, you've uh, you, you've got your opinion, and that's why I've only limited it to a minute. Um, so sit there cuddling each other. But out of all the Olympics, Bob's, you've chosen that as your like. The thing that you watch. The only thing I watch in the Olympics is the sprint races. I like the swimming. Yeah, and me. And the netball. I just, I just want to see which man's the fastest. Yeah, me. Women's volleyball. (laughs) Women's beach volleyball. I knew Ian was going to say that. Big man, huge man, great technique, a lot of jumping. The gymnastics, female event, great flexibility, lots of great moves. I like the diving sometimes. I do watch the diving. Yeah, it's because you're like, That's because you're like, I don't want to do something. I actually just want to see them actually fail. Like, that's <laughs> most of the events, including gymnastics, I like to see them fail more than I do achieve. I just want to see them like do like a Peter K bomb off the top. Yeah, board. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly like that. They're running the box. Imagine, no, just... in... Imagine he went wrong in fencing. <laughs> <laughs> Adverts, quick commercial break. Commercial break. <laughs> yeah, but you see, the thing is, this is what I'd make the Olympics great. The Olympics is on BBC. You can't even go to an advert. I want to see, if if someone's running, I want to see like a javelin hit someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think that. Always think that. Like, it always got... reminds me. The javelin always has like five thousand meters or ten thousand meters going on at the same time. Yeah. You think what if what if, what if someone has like superhuman strength and like right. launches the javelin? It goes the other side of it and hits someone in the head. Right. Like imagine that. That'd be like the best television of all time. I, Obviously not for the person who got hit in the head. So. It, it has to put the runners off. Imagine the corner of the ride is having a look. It's got to in it. I mean, because they're throwing that javelin a long way. You know, you can't get a shot put that far. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, if I was a javeler, I'll be aiming for the runners because then they're the furthest <laughs> possible a point. Javeler. 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 Someone to get like the discus wrong and launch it into one of the <laughs> runners or something. <laughs> 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 What's that messaging around with the ball? Oh, oh, hammer. The hammer. Why have they did that wrong? Then threw it into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how we can make the Olympics great. Really? Take the nets down. They don't need them. The side <laughs> yeah. together. Let the lions out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Like the opening ceremony. Just like let like tigers and lions loose. Yeah. <laughs> only only the bravest survive. Yeah. And we call the stadium the Coliseum. <laughs> and someone can do that, can't they? <laughs> I mean, it's in Japan as well, so they're crazy anyway. That's the kind of stuff they do. Yeah, they love it over there. I mean, they shoot whales and stuff. So, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's actually going to go ahead because I think coronavirus in Tokyo is like taking over the whole scene. Do you, think that, do you think that's the reason, or do you think the reason is that no one gives a flying fuck about the Olympics? So they just don't like, just put it off another year. <laughs> I love the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, it's Sitting there for two weeks pretending to care about the sports I've never heard of. Yeah, and they always rowing. Watch, I watch rowing. Who watches rowing? Yeah, you. By the sounds of it. 
Yeah. Triathlon as well. Ian, the only time I've ever watched the Olympics. Oh my god. For those of you who can't see, Ian's just rubbed his toes live on camera whilst talking about the, the Olympics. That should be an event. I think the, the only time I really had any interest in the Olympics was when it was in England. Yeah. yeah. That golden hour or whatever it was. Yeah. Super yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we say about the Golden Hour. Oh. We were at Why Not Festival when that happened. Did Jamaican um, the Jamaican uh, sprint team used to train at Selly Oak? Yeah, they did. Yeah. At the University, U- University of Birmingham. Yeah. Apart apart from Usain Bolt, I think he, yeah. he couldn't be bothered to turn up. He was too yeah. busy. I don't, yeah. don't know the other runners then. Just him. He was there. His brothers. Johan Blake. All right, Billy, big time. Yeah, all right, Bob, chill out, mate. Someone, name, watches the, someone watches the Olympics. That's what I know. Name a hammer thrower. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't make a Russian name. It's always a Russian fella that wins the hammer. Untok Smuts. Yeah. That's made up, by the, the way. The Russian female, Bob's. <laughs> she won the men's event. She won the men's. And they're not hammers, they're little puppies. It was much better back in the day when they were all juiced up. Well, what do you think of that South African woman who does the running? Who's amazing. literally a man. The <laughs> yeah, that beast. <laughs> <laughs> they just juiced up, wouldn't they? But now, now they're trying to look at different angles to try and cheat. Yeah, I wouldn't so. like. Nah. It reminds I'd me of that be... Park episode when uh, Cartman pretends to be disabled to get into the disabled Olympics. <laughs> Special Olympics. Oh, are you calling me disabled? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you're calling me Cartman. <laughs> Bob's just thinking like long about the future of this podast. To be honest with you. <laughs> 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 Only three episodes in. Oh. Listen, if you can get this out there, you'll have more than 14 viewers, especially if you don't want his unedited yeah. version. It was ball sports nowadays. I do, mate. School of life. Funny School of hard knocks. Right, let's move on from there. And let's move on to on the clock. So on the clock, you get uh, each get a minute to talk about a subject. Uh, and the first subject today, uh, starting with Dan, is Fury AJ. Will it happen or does Fury have to fight Wilder? Dan, one o'clock. Um, no, it won't happen. Um, I think the thing about Fury is he hasn't got a good enough caddy. Crying out loud. <laughs> he needs he needs new golf bats. Genuinely. I, mean, I like the way he slams dunks free throws, but at the end of the day, he can't get any touchdowns. So what's the point? <laughs> You're a twat. You know that? that is literally 30 seconds of my life. I'm never getting back. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> it's just how I feel. Still got another 30 seconds to go. It's, it's just how I feel. The man needs... A new caddy to get anywhere near AJ. Ian. So Frank Warren isn't the right caddy for the job. <laughs> no. Ian, you've got a minute to go. Yeah, mate. Um, I, uh, what was the question again? Uh, will it <laughs> 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 will be one minute since I asked oh, no, this yeah, question? Will, will the fight happen? Uh, I'll tell you, it won't happen uh, because uh, I've got a feeling Wilder will knock Fury out if they fight. Just anything can happen. And Joshua will lose to Usetto if they fight. I'm throwing it out there. Can I ask you a question, mate? Can I ask yeah. you a question? Have you been drinking today? Not a drop, mate. I'm looking up. <laughs> you made it like a ballsy statement like that. Balls on the table, mate. And we know we all know the size of your cahoons. Well, that's it. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. So, surg- surgically enhanced nuts. Uh, Paul. So I think it'll happen. Yeah. Depends on one thing. Money. Money, 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 money. Simple as that. Yeah. People go on about sport now. Sport isn't sport anymore. It's not a people's interest. It's about financial gain. If Wilder makes more money from not fighting Fury and letting Fury and Joshua fight, then so be it. You know, he made $25 million in his last fight against Fury, which was his highest payday of all time. If they offered him $20 million tomorrow, 
without having to get his face punched. Surely he takes it yeah, with the, the understanding that he can have a fight down the line. The geezer got absolutely destroyed in his last fight against Fury, yeah. like to a point where it was embarrassing. And he come out with left, right, and centre. Oh, my heavy, my suit was too heavy. His gloves were load of rubbish. Yeah. End of the day, if they want to make the fight happen, they can make the fight happen. They could set up a GoFundMe page, and I'm sure 20 million people would put one pound in to pay Wilder whatever he wants. Enough, if people want people. People want to see Fury versus Joshua. If Fury fights Wilder again, I ain't paying to watch that shit. You know, if Joshua fights Usyk, I'm not buying that on box office. Nah, nah. I'll, I'll, I'll illegally stream it, and you can tell that to Eddie Hearn, if you're listening, Eddie. I, I think that'll be a really good fight, by the way. <laughs> Josh, if they do fight, I think that'd be really good. If Eddie Hearn's one of our 14 listeners, I'll... Uh... <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. He's not even a guest. He just listens to it. I'm going to send him... The link to this later, like privately, and I'm just gonna put, Oh, go on then. <laughs> no context, hurt everything. Um, right, I'm on the clock. Um, yeah, I don't think it goes ahead. I think they, I think Wilder fights Fury. Um, Wilder's asked for 20 million, like Paul just said, 20 million pounds, right? No, 20 million dollars. Sorry, to step aside, who in their right mind is gonna pay 20 million dollars not to actually have the fight? Like who's gonna I know boxing is massive, but there's no way unless the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia though, no one wants to see that shit. Um Wilder got battered, he got bad in both fights as well, apart from the knockdown. He didn't do anything in the first fight either. I can't say any more than that. I don't think he, I I but I still think that AJ fights Usyk. Usyk. Usyk's all right. He's never been hit by someone like Joshua. Tony Bellew, let's put it where Tony Stewart's a decent boxer, but he's not giving the giving him issues like Joshua would give him. Has, has Joshua boxed anybody like Usyk? Yes. Who? But the, the issue with Bizarre. the Usyk thing Who? was Rizali, Dominic Rizali. Usyk's one of the best boxers. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Ian. Yeah. Technically, Usyk's unbelievable, but. Yeah. The only issue that we've Usyk now is when you watched him fight Derek Chisora, who was literally just a plodder. Yeah. And he struggled, although he won convincingly, he struggled to kind of make a massive statement. That's the kind of fight Usyk needed to step up and like make Chisora quit. But it went 12 rounds and Chisora was disappointed that he didn't get the decision. You know, like Dillian White destroyed Chisora, like knocked him clean out, put him on his back. You know, Tyson Fury battered Chisora twice. So, you know, we're talking the big heavyweights there. So it, can Usyk live with a big heavyweight? These like meaty-handed men who, you know, catch you on the chin, it's sleepy, sleepy time. I, I, I'd like to see. I just think if he gets, you know, he's going to have to obviously get inside probably. And he could, I think AJ's chin, he's, isn't the best in the world. I, I agree. I agree totally with the AJ chin comment. But I think people with AJ, I think they don't give him enough credit for actually being as good a boxer as he actually is. People keep seem to forget that he's an Olympic gold medalist, that they all just think that he's just a power merchant. Yeah, okay, he's got a, a, a susceptible chin. He's been wobbled a few times, but he's also quite an intelligent boxer. And that's why him versus Fury is such an intriguing fight. Because, yeah, he can bang, but he can also box. But Fury's an unbelievable like, mover for someone of his ridiculous size. Just doesn't make sense in my head. Who would you back? Who would you back if that fight happened? Do you know what? I'm a Fury fan, but for some something tells me Joshua would win. I see where you're coming from. Now, I'm the kind of guy that we went to 
Brighton. Now, Dan, you was on this trip. Yeah. We went to an away game in Brighton. I was driving a minibus and it was the night Tyson Fury fought Klitschko for the world title in Germany. Oh, yeah. Every Everybody on that bus, apart from myself, was backing Klitschko. Or they were sitting on the fence saying, oh, they can't see anything other than Klitschko. I turn around and Tyson Fury wins. He's awkward, isn't he? He's an awkward, he's an awkward boxer. He's an absolute lunatic. That's his problem. He, he there's people, anyone. there's people in the world that like they let mental stuff get to him. He's just mental. Simple as that. Like no man, no one can tell me that a man should be able to balloon to thirty odd stone, have drug problems, mental health problems, buy drinks at the Euros in France, rounds of drinks, and sing England songs down the road. And then a few years later, decide he's going to come back, have two fights against absolute no one. I might as well have stepped in. He said the Francesco Pianetto, or whatever his name was. And then after two fights against nobodies, go up against this man who's been like literally taking chins off people and battering for 12 rounds, other than yeah. and, like getting knocked down by his biggest punch and sit up like The Undertaker. Ridiculous, isn't it? Not for me. Remember sitting watching that fight and was like, oh my God, he's been knocked out. And then when he sat up, everyone was like, you're all falling asleep because it's like five o'clock in the morning. And everyone was like, what the? <laughs> like that scene from Rocky in it, you know, when he um, has uh, Mickey in his ear. Get up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just sit Get up, Rocky. Get off your bum. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so ne- next item on um on the clock. Who goes up through the playoffs in the championship? I'm gonna start with this one. I think Barnsley overturn Swansea and Barnsley go up. Ridiculous. Oh, I'm, I'm are you past. running are you running a sports podcast there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I don't know Barnsley are just one of those teams they only lost 1-0 to Swansea and I just think they're a decent enough team to overturn it there I said it Dan Brentford all day for me footballing team uh, they've deserved to go up the last few seasons to be fair the, the level of football they're playing um, there's just, just a quality club and a well run as well um, a great coach um, and they've got a good um, style about them and I think the premiership might suit them if they get a few more players in that can, that can play a similar style um, but yeah, I'm going for Brentford. I just think they've been they've been knocking on the door for a while now, and I think it's their time to go for the playoffs. And oh, hello, is that the Premier League? Brentford? Yeah, fuck off, lads. You're not going in. Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think they've got the best squad out of all the four teams in the Championship, and basically on their day, they're already one nil off against Brentford, and I just think they'll be too difficult to beat. And I think the other two teams are shite. So Bournemouth. This inevitably means Ian's picking Swansea. Ian. Wow, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not gonna. Um, Bournemouth. Oh, Paul, Paul said it all. Bournemouth. Best best side. I watched it the other day. Uh, played really well. Should have scored a couple actually against them. Um, Swansea's team. Are, I think they're shite as well. Even they're gonna they're gonna beat Barnsley, Bob. So I don't know where you got that from. Um, <laughs> you're off your head, mate. Controversial. So, uh, yeah, controversial. Quite <laughs> hot. Sit on the fence with, with your opinion, won't you? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, at Bournemouth all day, all day when long. Is that? Yeah, so that's on Saturday, isn't it? The the semi-finals are on Saturday. I, I, I still yeah. see it. I, I, still, I still think Barnes the other turn. I think they've got a decent manager and he's, t- he's turned like uh, players into... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, Dan, can I, can I just jump in one second before we move on? Yeah, yeah. I was listening to your debate there while you were picking Brentford. Like and whilst trying to not to be sick... All right. Um, I decided to, to listen to a point where you said they've got a really good manager. Now, their manager is a complete idiot. Yeah, he can't control a football. And I literally, every time I see his face on TV, I want to punch him in it. Oh. So for you to say that he's 
a really good manager and you like him. I, I don't know if he's been sarcastic, but no, it I makes think. me want to punch him in the face. So, <laughs> well, he's, he's on fault for the football they play. I like the football they play, so he's, he's got to have credit somewhere down the line. He's also and, got um, a crap name. He's got like two first names. Who has two first names? Paul Clark. Who <laughs> <laughs> calls? No Clark Kent, Superman. About different, mate. Ah, uh, well. You're missing the well, E. Well, it's not good enough. Fair, Ian Taylor. I mean, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian, <laughs> that's it. That's about as far as it goes. Why we do like combining names now? Ian Taylor, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Look like a double barrel surname, Ian Taylor Swift. Ian Taylor Swift. Oh, man. God, imagine booking Taylor Swift and Ian turns up. You're gonna make do with what turns up, aren't you? <laughs> 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 a story like that recently uh was it donna, donna um versace asked for uh asked for blur and uh they sent blue they sent blue imagine anti costa trying to sing part life she looked great in my opinion <laughs> what for blur oh, one love. that's the most controversial statement i've heard this evening one love for the mother's pride <laughs> Right, let's move on back to the sport. Um, rugby union or rugby league, which is the best and why? I'm going to start with my brother here because he's clearly got something to say about it. Go. Depends if they both touch each other in the showers. Oh, nice. <laughs> because, like, let's be honest, they love, like, just getting naked and, like, jumping on each other's back and stuff, don't they, rugby players? <laughs> okay, can, I just, can I just point out, in the years that I played rugby, that never, ever, ever happened to me. Well, maybe you just weren't their type. <laughs> You're probably right. Did you get in a scrum? What's I got in a scrum? Did you have your head up someone's ass? Never up, up their ass. No. So this is obviously this is union we're talking here because obviously Absolutely. in league they only have scrums are embarrassing. League scrums have three people because they don't want to be touching each other's genitalia. So I'm going to go rugby league on that basis alone. That rugby league players probably don't touch each other up in the showers. So. Yeah, rugby league is the better version of rugby for me. And I also live in the north. Just... Ian, <laughs> we're going to move on. Ian, I'm going to go league as well, mate. Um, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's all Ian, right. that's, enough. that's enough. Uh, league, it's quicker, it's harder, it's faster. Um, but they don't touch each other as much. <laughs> They're not as bent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Why, why do I bring after bring, we, we talked about the Lions tour and it was lovely and how great yeah. it was. Now you've gone to flip reverse it and you're like, oh, it fills a gap on Sky Sports as well. It does when there's nothing on. You're like, oh, rugby league's on. I'll give you some watch. Wait. Yeah, rugby, rugby league players do look like proper men. Yeah. Like angry geezers, not like geezers are going to like, you know, oh, we've like done a few tackles and now we're going to get our tackles out. That's yeah. Dan's thinking, when, when, when's the next time I can play rugby? Like, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Dan's answer is going to be, which one do you get your tackles out and touch each other? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what's your opinion? Probably union. union. <laughs> hey. Nah, I do, I, do, um, I do prefer Union because it's so bent. <laughs> <laughs> There's something really nice about seeing big, hunky men kiss each other on the pitch <laughs> kiss each other <laughs> no but genuinely I would choose Union though on a serious answer I would choose Union only because it's my I've got the favourite memories from Union I don't really watch League I don't really care about League um, but Union you've got obviously England winning the World Cup and every time the World Cup's on and the Six Nations it's the excuse to get in the boozer 
um, get some beers down. And I couldn't really fancy, I couldn't really do that with leave. With Union, I would do it. See, that was a legitimate and answer. All the kissing. Not all the kissing. That was a legitimate answer. He went from Ben, but actually talked about like the Six Nations. Rugby Union is better than Rugby League. End of story. Mainly because well, fat blokes you're like me. No, because fat blokes like me can actually play Union. Like Ian said, Rugby League's hard and faster and quick. Yeah, it is. It's, oh. it's, what, it's what athletes play. No one likes watching athletes. They want to see a fat bloke down the pub Turn off, probably vomit on the side of the pitch, and then you know have to deal with the fact that you know his front row had a curry the night before. It's it's just one of those. Nobody wants to see that. Everyone wants to see that. Everyone wants to see that. Name me, okay? Name me a rugby league player, Paul. Name you a rugby league player right now that plays right now. Don't go back in the day, right Right. now, because you were going to go for um, Martin of Fire, and I know you were. I I wasn't actually. I was going to go more recent. Someone like. What's his face? Um, that guy, Kevin Sinfield. <laughs> Kevin Sinfield, who, yeah. who's, who's retired, yeah. Yeah, but he was recent. Leeds Rhinos retired yeah. recently. Okay. Um, Sean O'Loughlin, the, the St Helens again. guy that retired again recently. You're, you're probably talking about like 2004 players here. Ian, what, you want player? Regan yeah. Grace. Who? Regan Grace. Exactly, because I don't know who he is either because I don't That's watch the league because it's shit. Yeah. Name me a rugby union player. Right now. Yeah, right now. Okay. Um, Toby Falata. Right, name me another one. Vinny Volapola. Do they cross swords in the shower? Probably. Probably. (laughs) Fucking, those Tongan fellas love it, mate. (laughs) Mate, it doesn't doesn't have to be Tongans. You could have named Owen Farrell and George North. They were guys, they'll be humping it. They look like boy band members. They look like they'd probably take it in the shower, but we don't need, like, the uh, boy band bat line. We need like proper like blokes like Vodapola and Falata. I have no idea who them guys are. Of course you do. Every, every time we watch Bob and play rugby, it was like he was inspecting the grass like the whole the whole time, the whole match. <laughs> Making sure it's the right length of cut. Yeah. He was just like he was on the floor and then he was like practicing yeah. gambols, like gymnastics <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Just, like... yeah. Constantly sniffing dog shit. <laughs> what a fucking good game, that game, you bastards. <laughs> oh, he's on the floor again. Where's Bob? Oh, there he is. So basically, Bob's. We've come to the conclusion: the rugby league is the better sport, and you're a dog shit sniffer. <laughs> That's not the way this works. Who invited you on this on this podcast? <laughs> well, I, I, reckon we, I reckon we should have a, a roundabout. Have I been a good addition to the podcast? Question to end before you you round it up, and whether I'd like to be invited again. Discuss matters. Actually, no. I'll invite you back, and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about sports that you enjoy, like Ooh. like the pole vault, fisting. Not <laughs> <laughs> sport, is it? It is. It's like five rings, like uh, the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> five rings, two colours. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm not even going to edit that. I'm not going to edit that. I feel the world needs to hear that. Right. I'm going to bring it to an end now. That should be an Olympic. That should be. Imagine five bum holes. Five gaping bum holes. Old man, no winner. You've got the commentator going, oh, what a piece. What a piece. What technique. (laughs) <laughs> this technique was first used in 1967. <laughs> Two different techniques being used here. One with the overarm, <laughs> one with the underarm. He's <laughs> gone for the machine gun. 
the double jab. <laughs> double jab. He's got a hell of a reach on him. Right. <laughs> 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 He's absolutely gifted. This has been balls to it. I'm Andrew Clark from Paul Clark, Ian Taylor, and Daniel Hargreaves. I'll see you next week if I make it to that.